Hello, everybody, and this is, uh, as, as I'm sure you can tell, there was no episode out this week, unfortunately. Life got in the way, I was not able to record an episode in time, and so there is no proper episode out this week. I do have the Review of the Year episode, which that'll be out uh, this coming week, but for today, I'm going to be doing a very special uh, little treat for you instead to, to make up for it, This, uh, and I'm going to be reading to you a little story called A Die Hard Christmas, written by Doogie Horner, illustrated by J.J. Harrison, the illustrated holiday classic. So I'm going to read through all this uh, for you, because I'm sure that'll be fun. I'm going to read the, the back of it, and then I shall delve into the story, and I shall begin reading. <clears throat> Die Hard may be the greatest Christmas movie of all time. Yes, it is. Which, I mean, it obviously is. And now you can enjoy the timeless tale in this whimsical storybook for adults. Because there is, it's, it is a, it is quite violent and bloody, and there is a swear in there at some point. Join John McClane, Hans Gruber, Sergeant Powell, and all of your favourites in this delightfully illustrated tale of high-rise adventure and holiday spirit. Now, I bought this a few years ago, um, and I've loved owning it. It's, a, it's an excellent book. Um, let's begin. <clears throat> through the first page. <clears throat> it was the night before Christmas, and up in the tower, everyone was partying except one wallflower. John McLean missed his wife. Things just weren't the same, since Holly had moved west and changed her last name. He tried to win her back, but still she said no. While unbeknownst to them, there was trouble below. A truck had pulled up, and who should disembark but fourteen men whose intentions were dark. They spoke not a word and unloaded big crates. They cut the phone lines and locked all the gates. Carl swept the ground floor, shooting every guard dead, while visions of Barabons danced in his head. John took off his shoes, making fists with his toes. It actually worked. Well, what do you know? When out in the lobby there arose such a clatter, he sprung to the door to see what was the matter. When what to his wandering eyes should appear, holy crap, there are terrorists here? John hid under a table where no one could see and watched Hans question Mr. Takagi. I'm going to count to three, there will not be a four. Give me the codes to open the vault door. I don't know the codes, so go ahead and shoot. Okay, said Hans Gruber, and ruined Takagi's suit. John tried to call the cops by pulling an alarm, but instead called the bad guys who had tried to cause him harm. But John killed Tony, who had very small feet, and sent him to the terrorists as a yuletide treat. He put a Santa hat on the German, and eyes all aglow, wrote, Now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. Carl was furious. Tony was his brother. He chased John across the roof, and they shot at each other. John was able to escape through the ventilation shafts. Come out to the coasty side. We'll have a few laughs. At Nakatomi Tower, Sergeant Powell appeared. He checked the whole lobby and saw nothing weird. 
He was pulling away, but didn't get far, before Marco landed on his car. Pal drove away backwards, screaming in fright. Welcome to the party, pal, John yelled with delight. More police arrived, the FBI and a SWAT team, but Hans didn't mind, it was all part of his scheme. More rapid than eagles, his henchmen they came, and he radioed and shouted and called them by name. Now Eddie, now James, now Franco, now Yuli, on Fritz and on Carl, how long and unruly. They shot the SWAT tank with a surface-to-air missile and knocked it away like the down of a thistle. Now John McClane was angry indeed. He blew up two terrorists and called them jerkweed. Ellis told Hans, Bubby, I'm your white knight. Hans shot him dead, giving the hostages a fright. Hans went went to go check on the explosive fuse and saw that poor John wasn't wearing any shoes. John fled from Carl and Hans, but alas, he had to run barefoot over sharp, broken glass. His feet, how they hurt, his soles oh so bloody. John crawled to the bathroom and called his good buddy. John was reary and ready to throw in the towel until he got a pep talk from Sergeant Owl Powell. Powell was chubby and plump, a right jolly old cop, and he trusted the cowboy in the tattered tank top. But a reporter was probing into McLean's life and revealed that Holly was actually John's wife. Hans quickly flipped over the gold picture frame. It's a pleasure to meet you, Mrs. McLean. His clothes all tarnished with ashes and soot. John staggered to the roof, bloody and barefoot. The explosives were wired to the rooftop with care in hopes that the hostages soon would be there. John warned everyone the roof would soon blow as the chopper strafed him with high-powered ammo. Around his waist, he tied a fire hose tight and, screaming an oath, jumped into the night. He dangled in the air and gritted his teeth while flames encircled the tower like a wreath. Fiercely fighting his way back inside, John yelled out, Hans! He was done trying to hide. He limped to the vault like an old man on crutches, only to find Holly in his filthy clutches. John dropped his gun, put his hands on his head. It seemed he and Holly soon would be dead. But with a secret gun taped to his back, John shot Hans in a surprise attack. Hans fell out the window, still holding Holly's arm, and slowly, deliberately raised his firearm. The tenacious villain held on by his nails till John unhooked Holly's watch and said, Happy trails. Bearer bonds fluttered like fresh fallen snow as Holly embraced her blood spattered bow. So Merry Christmas to all, be kind to one another, and most of all, yippee motherfucker. The end. That is the end 
of the story. This is a very short one, but uh, I figured I should get something out for the Christmas uh, period. I hope you enjoyed that reading. Next year, I will, I promise, I will get a Christmas episode out. I will watch a Christmas film. I will release this. Uh, next year, I believe... Uh, it will be on Christmas Day, so I will have, like, a Christmas episode out on Christmas Day. I believe that will be the final episode of next year as well, and then the review of the year episodes for next year will be, uh, the first, will be the first week of 2024. God, that's gonna be fun to look forward to. Um, so yeah, thank you all for joining me for this week's episode. One more episode for the year, the review of the year, which I'm in the process of editing through right now. I have I've recorded the last few sort of, I've, I've recorded some more segments. I've, I've still got to record a lot of stuff still, but it, it's all very, very small stuff that I will, and I will assemble it. I don't know when it will come out. Hopefully it'll be out on the 26th, as is the plan. And yeah, I'm going to record it and then it will be out for you all on the 26th hopefully uh so thank you all for joining me for this very sort of little special thing i hope you've enjoyed and um, a merry christmas to you all i hope you all have a, a good time for those of you who celebrate christmas some of you might not celebrate christmas have a happy holiday season i hope you've been enjoying the podcast for the year and i will see all of you in the next one goodbye